touch of my spaghetti. A new day and a new stream of thought and on episode number 65. We start off with Victor's got... What do you start talking about? I don't even remember what it was. <laughs> I just remember we were like just trying real hard to start the oh conversation. And then shortly thereafter, it picked up uh, very well. <laughs> we okay, talk- so we have an, we talk about something in the beginning that we can't recall for a few minutes, and then that segues into my camping experience in Colorado from a few years ago, where I was backpacking for about five weeks and my acclimation back into society. And then we spend the remainder just talking about this being Super Bowl Sunday. It doesn't really matter who's playing, but we talk a little bit about just the passion of sports fans, why Victor's not actually that into sports, but what sports he'll actually sit through. It's I like sports, surprising. but I'm also, I also don't like sports. And just, yeah, the, cult, the overall culture in the United States and also the culture within Uh, the different sports that there are. And brainwashing propaganda. We always like a good conspiracy. Yes, we do. So with that being said, episode number 65, Stream of Thought. We hope you enjoy. Like no, the uh, YouTube video meme compilation. Oh wow, a wow, dead, wow, a dead wow, meme. Wow. So you make fun of me for memes, and you're on YouTube looking at a meme compilation. The only reason is because I had heard it through one of uh, one of the podcasts I listened to, Reply All, which tries to decode memes. Oh my god! And gosh. this was just one of those funny ones. It made me laugh when I heard it, so I had to try and look it up. Anyway, Tom Brady, Tom Brady, Tom Brady. Whether he wins or loses, man. This is going to be He's a so hero. outdated so fast. I know. Um, well, since it is, since we are recording on Super Bowl Sunday, we don't have to talk about the game. I don't want to talk about the game at all. Which is fine. But at least something sports-related. Unless you had a tangent that you wanted to go off on. Totally I, it's funny irrelevant that you, to It's this funny that you say that because I had like three or four things that I was ready to talk about yesterday thinking that we would have enough time to do a podcast episode. And I don't recall exactly what all of those Are things you were. Kidding I me. will say this. I'll lead this off, and then maybe we'll see what happens. So I know we've talked about like food before, like health, like what's healthy, what's not, and everything. Mm-hmm. And um, like usually when I'm working in the morning, sometimes what happens is if I don't eat breakfast or if I don't like eat enough, I get really fucking hungry because I'm just moving around all the time, right? Yeah. Today. I, uh, I like kind of ran out of food to make, but I did go about, I ate one apple and one banana and dude, I was flying today. (laughs) Like, I don't know how that, I don't know how that happened, but what I'm getting at is like, sometimes I'll eat like a bagel or something or some, or something else that's like not, it's like a breakfast food, but it's not like super filling. But what I'm getting at is like, man, the power of fruits and vegetables. Well, yeah, dude. I mean, there's like, what is it? The fi- the fibers in something like an apple or whatever is more nutritious than, say, the fibers that are in a bagel, right? It has the compounds or whatever is, is more beneficial to longer energy if you eat fruits over, like, breads and stuff like yeah. that. So, yeah. And, I mean, it keeps you full longer as well. So. I, uh, I, right now, I'm also going through another phase. I know we mentioned this before. I'm going through another phase where meat 
just looks completely unappetizing to me at this current You're moment. You're so weird, dude. <laughs> you go through Why? these weird phases. I don't quite understand. Any Anything in particular trigger this, this anti-meat yeah. When I realized thing? that... Eggs are just another word for unborn chicken fetus. Oh my god! I was like, god. that's pretty fucking gross. You know, so, anything that anything that like, you eat. Uh, well, okay, what are you going to eat as as an alternative then to meat? And so I'm trying to figure out. Oh my god! I don't want to. I I do. I don't want to become one of those vegan hipsters. <laughs> Too late, man. So <laughs> the fact that you're even bringing this. I like honey. Into, I like honey a lot. Into the realm of the conversation shows that just how far you've gone. I feel like we've lost you. No. This is this is horrifying. No. So I mean, is it is it a human rights thing then, or no, an animal it's, rights it's just, thing? It's just I, no. It's I, I'm just help me understand. Just, I'm just turned off by it. Doesn't just doesn't look appetizing at all. So uh, plants and roots and fungi fungi <laughs> <laughs> that'll be your uh, your diet. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Rabbit food. <laughs> Rabbit. Food. Lettuce and carrots. <laughs> yep. Hmm. Tofu, lots and lots of tofu. I don't know. Huh? That is that. That's weird. I hope you come out of this weird trance sooner than later. It's just like kind of gross, you know. I don't. I don't know. I mean, yeah, objectively, but so is everything else. That's you know, if you think about it, you can make anything gross. You know. I guess. I just choose to. You know, what is that called? Cognitive dissonance, where you don't actually think. About no, that's them. where you like. That's where like you hold an opinion so strong that factual evidence against that opinion, like you don't even believe is true. Yeah. So I mean, all those uh, documentaries on how food is made and just how horrifying the system is. Like I know that exists. Yeah. I just choose not to. You know, I choose not to accept, oh, accept okay. that in my current reality. So it's like so you're so you're taking because if I were Ray, to think about it, I would. After Ray is what you're doing. We all do that on some level. That's my point. Is that we all we all huh, do that on some it level? It can't be. No, yeah. I just don't believe it. I don't care what they say. Just like your your indifference of politics. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Your your cognitive distance going on right there. No, it's just I. It's no, I disagree. I know, I know um, you would. People with cognitive distance often do. So, <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway, so yeah, that's uh, that's that's very interesting. How long ago did this start? Like two days ago, I think. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's great. Oh, this is wonderful. I'm I'm very fascinated. I really hope this isn't one of those like ongoing things <laughs> that where I mean, you know, I lauded your effort, what was it, last year to go without drinking alcohol for what, six months six or something? Six months, yeah. Holy cow. I mean that that is a feat that is worthy of applause. Yeah. This is just fucking stupid. <laughs> <sighs> We're omnivores, my friend. Uh, we, we need. We, we have a carnivorous nature this is just biologically. Stupid. You need your meats, man. Oh my god! Go organic. Go organic meat. Oh my Hormone god. free. You know. I have some of that have, in my have, house. Have the like, well-treated cows. I'm upset at myself because we had some of that. It was like on sale, like the organic, the hormone-free thing and so i bought a bunch of it because it was on sale and i only get like one package 
And now I have like another one. I ate a uh, half of another one. I got like some in the fridge. I don't want to eat. I got more. So I have like fifteen dollars of chicken that I that I have that I don't. Really Would you care feel for. better if you slaughtered your own food? And the, now that you mentioned that, I would feel better if I had like a farm where it where the animals that I ate were not farmed on a mass scale because that weirds me out. Yeah, the where idea it's... of just like mass farming. Yeah, I I understand that. Weirds that's me that's, out. that's that's certainly yeah. If I had like concern. if I had like five or six chickens and I ate one every so often, I had like a cow. But you would be willing to like chop off the head or whatever. I don't know about that. I think I'd have to learn how to do that. My grandma did that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think uh, Nate Bledsoe from Seminary. He, whenever he'd go back to his ranch in Texas, he'd always hunt deer and, you know, skin it and, and cook the meat and do everything. Like, just learn. He, that was just something that people around there did. Instead something you grew up doing. Market? No, no. I mean, it, it's a useful skill to have. And so yeah. they're taught it at an early age. And it's like, you know, you go hunting for meat and this is how you use all the different parts of the body. And, yeah, I mean... See, that for, would for be people, cool because like you're not nature. disconnected from the animal like you are when you're in the Yeah, and I think so that that tended to be his preference, right? Like he acknowledged sort of the, the flaws of the system that we're in right now. It's, yeah, you can't go – you can't turn anywhere without seeing some sort of mass-produced meat. You know, that's just the way that we operate. But yeah, I would feel better if I had – if you if I hunted my own food. Yeah, to do – you know, lived that lifestyle. Yeah, so um, think about that. Maybe take up hunting lessons. No, I don't. I'm not a hunter. I always did tell myself though, if I ever went hunting with people, I would I'd have my rifle and I'd be like, if there was like this massive buck, I'd be like, I got this one, guys. And then I would intentionally miss just so the gunshot would scare the animal and it would, and it would, and it would, and it would live. Yeah. And I'd be ridiculed and ostracized and I'd be like, hey, I'm so sorry, guys. Come on. But in the inside, I'd be like, hey. hey. Yeah, I don't know. Have you ever gone hunting? No, never for live animals. Well, what would you hunt if you weren't hunting live animals? I don't know. I don't know. So, no, I guess I've never gone hunting in any <laughs> circumstance. <laughs> Have you ever done fishing? Well, not real fishing. Right, like Lake Like stupid-ass fishing in some of the ponds around here. Yeah, yeah, I've done that, too. It's boring to me. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I just don't really find too much appeal. I enjoy hiking and camping. Yes, hiking. I enjoy sure. that a lot. I. You know what? I don't think that I've ever actually camp camped right without. Like you've never shit in the woods. Like dug your own hole to take a shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not going to repeat that. Yeah. No. Correct. I've done that. I'm sure I you did have. That in Colorado. <laughs> you say that with such a big grin because, on your face <laughs> because. Uh, uh, it's funny, dude. It's funny. You don't realize how inconvenient it is to not have a toilet. I, I, I can imagine. I don't need to experience and, myself. Uh, I, I appreciate the simple amenities like, like when that. When we would go camping in Boy Scouts, like to... there's always, there was always, uh, you'd be camping in your tent, but then there was always an area where you could go to the bathroom, yeah. you know, with toilets and everything and running water to wash oh, yeah, your hands. Oh, yeah, for sure. No, and that's how most places are, right? And I've, I've quote unquote camped. With that stuff around, right? Yeah. Everything, like, just wilderness except for you know, porta-potties or some sort of out- outhouse something, right? Right. I would rather shit in the woods than take a dump in an outhouse. 
outhouse. Yeah, outhouse. It smells so gross. You learn how to hold your breath, man. Seriously. It's so nasty. But you know what? There is There is something just liberating about just completely immersing yourself in nature. It just grosses me. The I mean, seriously. You have toilet paper, biodegradable, biodegradable toilet paper. Or, With, or leaves. Here's the weird thing. Right. So, uh, there's like toilet paper you use. It's like special toilet paper. It's like, it's paper, right? Yeah. Any You can buy anything so long as it's not like lavender scented or something weird that would be like have chemicals in it. Yeah, but I mean, for example, um, uh, paper towels are different than toilet paper, right? Yeah. I, I don't know if that's you're making I don't wipe my ass with paper towels. No. Yeah, I'm talking about not. toilet paper. Yeah. Okay. I'm talking Strictly, about like just like regular toilet paper versus yeah, special all, all, toilet paper. Yeah, all toilet paper is biodegradable, so you don't really need the specialty kind. You know what I like doing sometimes? I enjoy I don't litter, right? We went over this before. Mm-hmm. And I don't like it when people litter. I but know. I do enjoy the feeling of littering when you throw a banana peel out the window. Oh, yeah. Or just throw an apple core off yeah. to the sidewalk. Yep. You know? I do enjoy that feeling. Yeah. Or even, um, or even like, a popsicle stick. If it has the jokes on it, probably not because it's got ink. So I'll be like, no, I'm not going to do it because it's got ink. But even toss those or something. Yeah. But going back to camping real quick, because now I want to talk about my camping trip. Oh, my God. My camping experience oh from my God. four and a half years oh ago. Right. This better dude, be interesting. No, 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 no. Dude, it was so much fun. It was super <laughs> weird for me. I'll say this. I had to acclimate to coming back into society. Like, it was – it weirded me out. It felt very foreign to me. Like – Using the restroom indoors, using a real shower, being in a restaurant. How long were you out and there? And hearing five weeks. Mm. So it didn't take that long. It felt really weird for me, like be indoors in a restaurant and just hear all the background noise, all the chatter, all the people moving around, like the fast pace. Like it made me almost want to cringe, like this is a little too much. Were you without uh, your cell phone? Oh, of course. So yeah. nothing. You were, it was just you and right. Wilderness. Yeah. And five weeks. Yeah, I mean, I every weekend, every week, every weekend, uh, we would go back down to like the town, so you'd have access to your cell phone and stuff like that. Oh, and, okay, yeah, you know, and so in a sense, it did. I did obviously like use real amenities, mm-hmm. you know, but then how frequently was that? It was only two days out of the week. One okay. day out of the week, maybe okay. one day out of the week. Yeah, so it's about as close to a cutoff experience yeah so i'd be in the we'd be in the woods for five days we'd spend one day on the campsite and then like one day would be like back at someone's house or wherever interesting yeah i mean i i can imagine that would probably be a pretty surreal experience dude you know it was fun though on some of these hiking trails you see like a rundown decomposing cabin that was probably there 150 years ago. I don't know. What do they call that? Was that your spirit walk? <laughs> uh, no, that was my... Uh, did you find yourself? I did, but I was also pretending like I was on the Oregon Trail, like that game in elementary school. Oh my god, I know. <laughs> you know? You always want to be the doctor. Yeah, dude, there were some people straight up dressed <laughs> up like the, the 1600s, like, and we're going to show you, this is, this is called a Dutch oven, 
and they tell you how a Dutch oven works and everything and how it's so great for, like, cooking meals and everything. I'm like, dude, this thing weighs a ton. And you got to carry this thing with you? Hell no. So they had reenactments and stuff? There was on – there were several different areas of the – of the camp. So like this boy scout camp was divided into this giant, uh, property, this huge ass property. There were like three different camps on the property. Mm-hmm. There was the cub scout camp. There was like the, the, there was the, the boy scout camp where you have like, um, the, where areas where they can set up their tents and they walk to their different merit badges and, you know, okay. and have the, the shop that you could buy candy or whatever. And then there was ours, which was strictly, like, the hardcore hiking people. Like, you had to be... Hardcore, man. Like, if you were in Boy Scouts, you had to be at least, like, 14 or 15 to, to yeah. do this portion of the thing. And there were several different troops there at the same time. Um, and you could never, like, migrate from one thing to the other. Like, the people that were hardcore camping... Had a, maybe a day to walk to the shop where you can buy candy, and that's about it. And then we were gone for like six days, five days. Oh, okay, so it was back. in and out kind of thing. Yeah, and we would, depending on the level of difficulty they wanted, sometimes we would do hiking around in the property, you know, a lot yeah. of the time, which yeah. is awesome. And other times they would drive us like 30, 45 minutes to like a national park and drop us off there, and we would hike through for a few days and they'd pick us up on the other side wow yeah i i don't think i've ever experienced without any phone without any phones like all right we'll see you on the other side on this date you know wow and dude oh my gosh this is what happened to me so i'm with this i'm with this group right and we're going through one of the forests around the mountains and it's really 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 cool and we're going through a trail and we're supposed to cross this river, mm. right? This river is, I mean, this river has got to be probably like, I want to say at least 50 feet in width and probably at least up to your waist in depth. Wow. So it's not just some dainty yeah, river, no, right? Yeah, no, for real. So we were walking and there's no bridge. There's a sign that says God. bridge out. I, I thought those only existed in like movies. Right? <laughs> bridge out. Right? And there's actually a bridge out. It's <laughs> apparently wow. it's and and I'm like shit and one of the the kids tried crossing the river. <laughs> Did he get sucked down to, to see? Uh-huh. And uh they're like and this kid Thomas I think his name was and he comes back and he's like oh shivering real cold cuz he rolled up his ankle rolled up his pants to his ankles and everything and went yeah. like barefoot. And he's like Oh man, it's so cold. And they're like, "No way, we can't do." It. Like Thomas is the toughest kid in the in the troop, and if he can't do it, like we can't. It's oh, so like, "Oh, you bunch of Marys, whatever." Like, let's let's just do this. Forge the river, right? Yeah. Like, I would do it. I know, but um, and I got a, I've got like a couple of adults that are in their mid fifties, so of course, you, you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I'm responsible for these people, mm-hmm. and I just can't make them do it. So. <laughs> So there will be I casualties. Think, I I feel like I'm I'm fairly good when I, I when I'm able to identify that one option is no longer an option and you need to resort to a different plan and accepting that mm-hmm. whether you want to or not. Yes. So I I found out pretty quickly like this isn't going to happen. Eating meal, I thought to myself, I have to turn around, run my ass back, get someone to pick me up, make a phone call somewhere to call them and let them know we can't be picked up on the other side because this is what happens when you don't have a cell phone. Yeah. 
And if you uh, – well, actually, I had my cell phone with me, um, but there's just no reception out there. Yeah. No matter where you go, right? Because I had it to take pictures and everything. Mm-hmm. So I said, all right, guys, this is what's going to happen. Start walking back. I'm going to run. I'm going to double time back. And this other kid came with me. And uh, we were, we double timed for like probably a good, I want to say at least three or four hours. Oh, wow. Yeah, dude. Really? This is near the end of our trip. So get this. So this is after a few days of hiking. Yeah. Imagine like hiking. Nice and slow, enjoying the scenery, taking a break, hiking, setting up camp, waking up, you know, the whole process. Mm -hmm. We went back, it took about three or four hours to just double timing and stop for a few seconds and then double time, stop for a little bit, double time. All that uh, terrain, right? Yeah. It took us a few hours. And um, I'm... I'm on the side of the road with this, with my thumb hanging up. Oh, my goodness. Right? Yeah. Asking Holy for a ride. With as, talk, as you're trying now to... now I'm back where we started. Okay. And I got my thumb... And, I'm wa- and I'm, we start walking. I'm like, well, we got to start walking. And doing this, right? Yeah. A car pulls over. And we had our, ba- our, our bags on. This car pulls over. And I let them know what happened. Like, we need to get to a phone. Can you drop us off at the next, you know, uh, next restaurant or whatever? And they're like, yeah, Okay. And they drop us off, and they said to us when they dropped when we dropped us off when they dropped us off like yeah you know we just didn't know if you were serial killers or not but you boys looked like you were you know good people so we went ahead and just picked you up <laughs> so thank you so wow. I go into the this shop that's this weird ass shop that is I think it's a prerequisite crossing state line and this was in the middle of this was in Colorado it was on state lines but. You know, this is, you have to stop at one of these places when you're going across country. You walk in, and it's kind of mystical, and ev- there's all these things that are carved out of wood, and you don't really see the shopkeeper anywhere, and then all of a sudden he just appears out of nowhere type thing. Uh-huh. And I let him know what happened. He let me use his, uh, let me use the phone, so I call uh, Brittany, like the camp director, and let her know, like, hey, this is what happened. Tell John, who's picking this up, uh to pick us back up where we started, right? Mm-hmm. He's like, okay, he'll be there. Um, he'll be there, you know, maybe in three or four hours or something like that. I'm like, all right, because at this point, all we can do is wait, right? And I believe the people that drove us there drove us back, or maybe we – I think they drove us back. I can't remember. I think they stayed there to make sure we were able to contact whoever we needed to contact, and they drove us back. Mm-hmm. Or we walked back. I don't know. So there, there we are, me and this other kid, uh, waiting. We're just sitting there because that's all we can do at this point is wait. Mm-hmm. And uh, John, the guy who's picking us up, shows up eventually. He's like, where's the rest of the crew? I'm like, they're coming. And he's, he, his job is to go pick up other people, right? So it's not like he can just wait there forever. Yeah. And like, no, they'll be here soon. And I'm thinking to myself, I hope they're fucking here soon. Like, I hope. This doesn't take forever because one of the kids had like a heart problem. He only had like oh my three goodness. of one of the kids had like only three of the four v- valves or aortas or whatever the hell are in the heart. Yeah, you know, and so we'd have to stop a lot for him, which is fine, you know, and uh, and uh, fifteen minutes later, a few people walk back, come arrive. I'm like, yes. I'm like, where's everyone else? Like, why didn't you guys stick together? 
Where is the rest of the group? Uh-huh. Oh, they're coming. Like, they better be coming. <laughs> and then, like, another 10 or 15 minutes go by, and more people show up. And then, like, another five minutes after that, like, the rest of them show up. Wow. So, Quite I am just adventure. like, wow. So, they Did you lose anyone? No. Do you know what they tell, he tells me? Yeah, the, the one person said, that bridge has been out for 11 years. What? And the guy who recommended that trail to me, I think he knew. I think he knew the bridge was out and he wanted to see what would happen. Because he recommended the trail to me. And I noticed on the map before we did this, it says bridge out. But he's like, no, you can cross the river. There's a bridge. So I'm thinking maybe this map's outdated or maybe, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, there was So I just didn't, I didn't like think that. anything of it. Yeah. Interesting. This is the same group that I'm with. Prior to the whole bridge thing happening, we somehow got off trail. And I knew we were off trail because all of a sudden I take a step back. I see people going up in this direction, people going up in this direction, people going up in this direction. I realize we're in the middle of the fucking forest. Like, and if we walk, if we try and figure this out anymore, then we're going to get lost, Mm -hmm. you know? So we go back and then we find our way on the trail quickly thereafter which is nice and then like the day after or later that day or something is when the whole bridge thing happened i have this device this little orange device that can signal if i need help so when we got lost and then like again with the bridge i hit this thing and i'm thinking to myself i was given this and they pretty much just tell me yeah if you need help or anything like beep this thing and someone will come I'm like okay and i tell myself like that really doesn't explain anything that really doesn't explain anything so i'm hitting this thing a couple of times and I realized no one's coming. Like this is, I don't know if this is just to pacify somebody's stress, you know? Yeah. Because they pick us up. Yeah. We saw you hitting the thing. We saw that you hit the button a few times. You, you guys okay? Yeah. Cause I figured this shit out on my own. Thanks for helping me. <laughs> so they, yeah, I'm they, okay. They we made it out. No broken you. bones, oh. no blood, no poison ivy. Everything is cool. Thanks for the directions wow. guys. Well, that's fun. Yeah. Dude, I'm sure that was a good workout. I can't believe three or four hours of double timing. Yeah. That's it was insane. fun. Dude, you know what? I, it was fun. Because when, oh that, when, when that type of stuff happens, like, I'm pretty positive about that type of stuff. Like, I knew it would be a great story to tell. And it was pretty fun because I thought to myself, all right, cool. I get to go back through this area, this area, this area. Like, this had a really cool view. I really liked the way that I felt when I was walking through this. Dude, like, I, have, uh, I made a scrapbook that I'll show you. But, um, like, like the pictures do it no justice. It's amazing to walk through a forest, right, uh, with just trees and flowers everywhere and just this narrow path that you walk through. And then when you're in it, and then all of a sudden you're in a big, huge, open field. And then you're walking through and there's just, like, you're walking through this all rocks, like, all this granite, mm-hmm. this entire wall of granite and you're having a walk you're walking through it and on the other side is a river and then a fucking mountain like right next to you sounds like, incredible it's, oh it's so therapeutic <laughs> like people got to do that every few years just escape and do your something own little like sabbatical that. oh man it was really really great yeah you really you really are one to be one with nature i love I it say i really do love it. i appreciate nature in small doses yeah, it's de- – like, my mom would fucking hate it. My mom would hate that shit. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm sure that it would be wonderful. It's just I don't – it's not really on my bucket list or anything like that. 
I think you would like it for a week. I'm not saying do it for like several weeks. I'm I mean, saying like just to take a week to do some camping. I am sure that I could find value in it for however long I ended up doing it. And it's just not one of those things that I'm super, you know, feel like I got to go out there and do before I, you know. No, but if you just down. did it, I think you would think differently if you just did it. I doubt it. I disagree. I really doubt it. Another thing too that I realized, because uh, on one of the tracks we're going through the mountains and we went up to, I think we were up at like 12,000 feet altitude which the trees stop growing like there are no trees after like 11 11 and a half thousand feet huh and it's and at that height too it starts getting cold okay so i remember being in my tent like just being barely i was not warm i was warm enough to not die <laughs> That's a good threshold, <laughs> okay. right there. All right. I'm in my sleeping bag. I remember straight up wearing like my jeans in my sleeping bag, my sweatshirt. I'm in my sleeping bag, freezing my ass off. It's probably like 40 degrees outside. Yeah. And I remember thinking to myself, "Wow, I'm so happy that I have a home that I can sleep in, and like I'm not someone who has to go through this shit every day, sleeping." Like, not having, the, all the homeless not having, people no, who sleep in the mountains. Not having a bed to sleep in. No, not the homeless. <laughs> I'm just thinking. I was thinking about just people in metropolitan areas. Oh, okay. That's but, quite man. A, a leap. But and then another time, I was on top of this mountain and I'm looking down, and dude, I see these dots, like these tiny, 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 tiny little dots. Were they ants? They were people, dude. <gasps> they were it was crazy, people. fucking crazy. Wow, you must have been really, really far away. I am not a fucking nine-year-old little kid. 29. Well, let's stop acting like it. Okay, so... Let's talk about like, something that, no, that oh, no, no, amazes no. you that I can make fun of. <laughs> no. So, I'm thinking, like, yes, that, I mean... I feel like there would be something unique about doing it outside of the U.S., right? Maybe the Tibetan mountains or, or some, something crazy like that. That's just a very unique. Yeah, I'm pretty sure if you're in Tibet, you need to have, have some serious training. Yeah, I know. Not just like a waltz in the park. I know that would be Boy an experience worth having, right? <laughs> What's wrong? Nothing. <laughs> okay, you're giving me a look. That's right like now. saying, I mean, that's like saying something like going to the going to the beach would be cool. Going to the beach in Brazil would be cooler. It's like the same thing, pretty much. Okay, so let me, I guess, let me reframe just slightly. I would rather spend my time, like, traveling to different countries as opposed to experiencing different nature environments, right? As a leisure activity. Does that make sense? Experience comes from within, not from without. What the hell is that supposed to mean? You'll figure it out. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, that was my story. <laughs> that was your story. Yeah. I didn't mean to, like, poo-poo all over it. No, 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 no. It was cool. So, I'm, I did a lot of talking. You did do a lot of talking. Um, I got nothing. Because you squashed my sports idea. I didn't squash it. What's there to... Okay, so you want to talk about the Super Bowl? No, I didn't want... I didn't necessarily want to talk about the Super Bowl. Basically... My Baseball's curi- over. My curiosity, though, comes with... Because you're not... Okay, Basketball so you're not, is halfway there. You're not a sports person, right? You don't really care about sports at all. Like, you don't really get excited about sporting events, do you? 
Or I, I don't know. I mean, I, just tend not to be one who talks about it much. I enjoy... Except for fantasy. Fantasy football. Yes, we all know that. I enjoy playoffs. Playoff season. Of, like, any sport or sports in particular? Of any sport, with the exception of... Ba- uh, I'll be honest, dude. Baseball is the most boring-ass sport I've ever witnessed. Yeah. Baseball is so boring. I it's, will only watch baseball if I am at the game. Yeah. And even then, I'm ready to go home after about five innings. I think I would agree with you there. I mean, as for me, it's like interesting to follow a team over the course of a season, right? So statistical stuff adds up. But watching the games themselves, it's like, oh my goodness. There's a game every once in a while that's that goes like 19 innings or is like a crazy scoring, like they scored 25 runs or something like that. Let me tell you my problem with watch, every but. sport in the in the United States. All right. All right. So let's start with baseball. We kind of cover that. Boring. So, so so boring mm-hmm. and anyone who argues yeah but you got to think about where the play is going to be and this like i don't care like i don't it's very care. repetitive wouldn't you say it's just a slow ass boring game yeah it's so dumb yeah because okay? i mean really like no one's moving unless no the ball is hit nothing happens like and the ball is hit what maybe two dozen times at like the most? you can't take you can't look me in the eye and seriously tell me and seriously tell me with conviction that baseball is an exciting sport. <laughs> it's not. Okay. So we've clearly have right. grasped my yeah, opinion you, on baseball. You've established that. Okay. Let's go to basketball. Great sport. It can it can be exciting. It moves, right? There's a lot mm-hmm. of movement. However, NCAA <laughs> thousand times better than the nba agreed i wow. do agree with that a Absolutely. thousand times better than the nba and here's why when i'm watching uh basketball it doesn't really do it for me when every everyone just like those games that go over 100 points all you're seeing you is baskets going in there's no defense <laughs> Yeah. Just people shooting the ball back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, <laughs> yeah. back and forth, back and forth. You know what I'm saying? It's, Absolutely. So it's just like, what is this? Mm-hmm. What is this? Where, now, versus skill and strategy that a lot of times, you know, that you see in the NCAA. I also like the fact that the upsets are so much greater. In the NBA, I mean, yeah, maybe. A team that sucks is going to lose. Exactly. Exactly. And by a proportional, like, it's rare that you see a, you know, a game that, is like 60 to 120 or something like that. Yeah. That just doesn't happen in the NBA. But I love it where in in college you have a team where that's expected to lose by 60, ends up like winning by 10 or something like that. And that makes it so much more impactful, right? And yes. so much more exciting of a game. Now, talk to me 20 years ago, 25 years ago. Well, yeah. The golden era of basketball. Wow. You're talking what about the com- NBA? Yeah. Okay. What a completely different game that was. That was – and basketball, I loved it growing up. Now Bulls, I don't care man. for it. But I loved it growing up, dude. Those were, those were some of my first sports memories was watching the – it was the first three-peat, I think, yeah. of the Bulls. And then watching the next year – Gosh, I still remember watching the next year. They were playing the Utah Jazz, and they ended up losing to the Jazz um, after Jordan was out, after he retired. 
and just feeling so disappointed after remembering, you know, the joy that we had felt as a family the year before when they had won the championship. And it was just, yeah, one of my first sports memories ever. I loved basketball growing up in the 90s. Now I don't care for it. Another thing is, too, I think that I've watched basketball enough times with Neil that he's completely turned me off to it because – Love you, Neil, but it is so fucking annoying to watch basketball with you because you just never stop screaming at the fucking television. The com- the so commentary the commentary is unnecessary. Annoying. Yeah. So annoying. I could certainly see how that would be. You just watch a game and you just hear the echoes of Neil yeah. in your in your head. Um <laughs> and then let's see. What about hockey? Let me go to football. I'm gonna okay, go say to hockey for right. okay, football. I enjoy football. I can really only watch about three to five minutes at a time. The commercials, dude. And here's the thing with football. Here's the thing with football that's the same with basketball. The whistle gets blown every five seconds. Yeah. I can't stand it. Short bursts of action. And it's cool seeing, like, great plays, but more often than not, you see someone – get uh you see like a rush they gain one yard they tackle it's over it's not it's just like come on in in commercials yeah commercials yeah something like in a 60 minute game there's something like eight to 12 minutes of actual action where people are in motion like full speed no thank you yeah um that's that's why it's so interesting when they have i'll see on youtube sometimes it's there's a game or something that was trending and it's maybe a yeah, it's normally like a 15-minute clip, basically, of every single play of the yeah. entire game. You could watch that 15 minutes and save yourself the three and a half hours of watching the whole game yeah. live. Just be like, yeah, that's every single play that was run, yeah. the entire game, in 15 minutes. I agree 100%. <laughs> um, and again, NCAA, so much better than the NFL. Um, yeah. Not as not as not as big of a margin as basketball, but it is pretty exciting to watch NCAA football. They should expand the playoffs too. Yes. I think that would be awesome. Yes. Um, and my favorite basketball to watch is March Madness. Oh, my God. Fuck the craziness yeah. of March Madness. March Madness. It really is. Moving to hockey. Uh-huh. Now, I'm going to – speak on hockey and soccer (laughs) simultaneously because they are very similar in the sense that the well for soccer the clock doesn't stop and when the play is when the play stops in soccer the play is stops for it's very minimal Mm -hmm. before they start back up again yeah and the same with hockey which i like and that i i like hockey and soccer more than i like the other sports because it's fluid yeah, the fluidity. And there's of it. constant motion, right? Everyone there's constant motion, doing something, and it's more rare to see a goal scored than it is to see a touchdown or a basket. And psychologically, that's more rewarding, right? Yes. Because and I like hockey because you get to see fights. <laughs> of course, love right. that. Yeah. Um, and I like soccer just because I grew up playing soccer. So I'll admit <laughs> that I I have like a slight. I have a slight um, bias. Biased, but I will say this: the that the the watching the plays, like for example, with football, right? A crazy play. Mm-hmm. There's like one or two actions. 
You know, there's maybe there's maybe like a play action, or like a, a um, like a double handoff, or like a trick play, or like a hail mary, and that's it. So it's like whoa. With soccer, you can have like three or four things, boom, 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 line up real quick, and then all of a sudden it's a fucking goal. Mm-hmm. Like holy shit! And the, um, I mean, all these sports require different require different. Uh, uses of your muscle memory. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love seeing soccer, seeing like bicycle kicks, like, and then, or jumping up. I can't remember. I think it's a scissor kick when you jump up and you're parallel with the ground and you hit it. Okay. Um, and I just like soccer more. You're <laughs> <laughs> fellatio but, soccer. But right no. With the ball. But, but listen, but I do not watch MLS. I do not, I only watch soccer during the World Cup because yeah. making this full circle. I'm not a sports guy. Yeah. Not a sports guy. <laughs> I enjoy going to games. You know? Yeah. I enjoy going to games, but it it just doesn't do it for me. I yeah. I can find better uses of my time than to sit in front of a TV and watch sports. Oh, yeah. For the Absolutely. duration of the game or yeah. even half of it. And that's where I think there's a difference between just watching sports and, like, watching sports with a purpose. So, I don't know. I You, you don't have, like, a, any sort of – across any sport – a favorite team or anything like that? Do you like a team that you would just? I mean, watch? Like I, if it was on and you were flipping through the channels and you saw it, you would watch for a period of time, even if as short as a half of the game. No, like no team that would just be like like if the Bulls were were playing Cleveland, I wouldn't watch any of it. Mm-hmm. If the Bears were playing. Whether it's Minnesota, Green Bay, Detroit, or any other team, yeah, I check on it periodically. Go back and, and I'd maybe, probably because you have fantasy players. I'd watch a few more plays than, more than actually watching the Bears. But even yeah, with no, my that's, fantasy that's, players, even if I have fantasy players that are not on the Bears, I would maybe watch them for a few minutes at a time. I would not lose any sleep over a loss. Yeah, I would say pro- for me, it's probably the Bears are the only team that I would consistently watch. Right, I'm not, I wouldn't go out of my way to watch most other my buddy, Chicago teams, unless yeah. it's the, unless it's around the playoffs, right? Unless yeah, either they're trying to get into the playoffs or actually in the playoffs. Uh, you know, that's when it's like yeah, you know, it's worth checking them out. I watch twice zero Bulls, zero Cubs. Periodically check on the Bears and any other NFL team pending my fantasy players. <laughs> And hockey, I don't watch any hockey with the exception if the Blackhawks make it to the playoffs, I'll watch. Yeah. Um, but again, it just doesn't do it for me. And then I was going to oh, – there's one other thing about sports that I was going to add, but I can't remember what it was. I don't know. I, I, I don't think know if it was about viewing sports or – well, obviously, we're fucking talking about watching the sport. Oh, man. There's something about team pride. I don't know if that's where you were going at all, but – like having a team to cheer for? Oh, uh, I was going to say I have zero. Like, I don't really have much loyalty. Like, I'm not a hardcore loyal fan. Like, mm-hmm. I, like, yeah, like you if, don't, the, you if the Packers, if the Packers beat the Bears, I'm not going to curse out the Packers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just like whatever. See, but also, when I move to L.A., I'm going to get a Dodgers hat. Of course you will. I'll for sure get a Dodgers hat. See, I feel like, I don't know, I take pride in my city. And maybe that that's what has to do with cheering for, like, a particular team, right? Like, I'll cheer for all the Chicago teams over any other team, except for maybe the Patriots. Patriots and Bears. Like, you know, 
I could go Jerry Seinfeld way. has this bit where he makes fun of like, what do we? What he's like, what are we doing cheering for sports teams? You are essentially cheering for colors because you know <laughs> one team moves from one city. One team moves. That's from, how I chose how to be a Cubs fan. He moves, he moves, I like the one, colors more than the White one, Sox. One team moves from one city to another. Maybe they keep the same name. Maybe they don't. Your favorite player gets traded to another team. The coach ends up working for another team. So what are we like? He's like, what are we cheering for? We are rooting for colors. Yeah, that's that's such a fair point. You know. And because I'm this whole like anti. That's how my grandmother bet on the horses. <laughs> it was based on what their what the color scheme was on their uniform. Uh huh. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And considering I'm all about being that's how, aware also, of like propaganda, I feel like yeah, that's sports teams instill new propaganda from like an early age. That's they also how and, I select my wine. Oh really? How it looks? But yes, they do instill. There is a, a mild bit of propaganda because if you can get people riled up about a certain dude team or all or if you can get a look at this way if you can get uh an entire city riled up about one particular product that you sell yeah think about how crazy i mean you see especially hockey in some of these cities where in canada or whatever they lose you see riots across the entire city Thousands of people out in the streets flipping over cars, burning trash cans. There's a, it's just all for a sport, and it's like, oh my god! In Europe, what have we become? In Europe, there's a movie called Green Street Hooligans. In Europe and in South America, where I know, yeah, there's like riots and shit. So when I was in Brazil, real quick, uh, at the World Cup, there were uh, there were like SWAT teams in their full-on riot gear in the stadiums, and alcohol was uh, not allowed. They don't serve alcohol in footballs in soccer stadiums, hmm. right? Yeah. Because people get too riled up and get too fucking crazy. <laughs> uh, but for the World Cup, I think they allowed uh, people to drink alcohol because they were like, well, if we're not allowed to drink alcohol. People aren't allowed to drink, drink alcohol. They're going to sneak it in any- anyway. And... Like, there's way too many people coming in from out of the country. Like, it would be... I think Budweiser forced the issue, too. I think that yes, they... Agreed. They yes, agreed. They forced they them to change yeah. the rules. Yeah. Just specifically, specifically for that. Specifically for them. But people... Yeah. Like, one to- person told me that... They're like, yeah, one person died. Like, how'd that happen? Someone threw a toilet over the ledge, and it hit someone on the... Bu- like, where did they bring in a toilet from? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> but there's a movie class. called Green Street Hooligans about this, like, journalist who... Uh, who goes undercover to this football club in Europe? These these people, these fans, these crazy ass fans of these different clubs, like straight up brawl and duke it out before the matches, before, during, or like after the match. Mm. Like it's more than a sport. It's like a way of life. People die, man. Like some of these, you know, especially some of these like smaller English towns or whatever. Like yeah, it I mean, they'll, is they'll murder each other embedded for into their DNA. Yeah, and people also like, for example, like Maradona, who's Maradona, who's this super famous Argentinian player, who's just always on coke when he was playing, and he was a coach too. Uh-huh. And this didn't they didn't realize until afterwards, but like people would have shrines of football player, Amer- soccer players that they would pray to before a match. Like, people are that into Oh, it's a religion, it. like, for sure, yeah. It's so insane. Absolutely. 
Dude, I wonder if anything crazy is going to happen because, I mean, look at both Boston fans and Philadelphia fans. They're both fucking nuts. Nuts. So, yeah. and, you know, riots are not of not unheard of in either place. I think it's crazy, like, that, for example, like, football and hockey, you probably get the most gung-ho loyal fans in terms of just embedding those colors into their DNA, like baseball and basketball. Especially in the South, dude. You don't see people get oh that goodness. crazy about baseball. Like, people are fairly on their on good behavior when it comes to baseball. I mean, obviously you get people that might maybe get into little skirmishes or the trash Sox talking fans. and get thrown. You know what I'm saying? But, like, yeah, blue-collar uh, cities, especially, particularly with football or hockey yeah it's like dude you need to chill out white people man you can't trust yeah. them with their sports chill <laughs> out bro philadelphia chill out boston chill out i mean there are yeah there's so many places where the culture is just i don't think chicago would ever be one to to riot if anything it would have been during the white side. I think the, we're the, accustomed the win. We're right? accustomed to losing too much to We are, to but riot. even in those moments of celebration, I think we were just so genuinely excited about like the Cubs win that we just forgot to riot, right? Yeah. Was, like we were pretty well behaved for that. And that kind of surprised me because I really thought that would be like board up your windows, man, because shit is gonna get real. What's the uh how many Alabama games did you see? Did you see did you see one? Uh, I never saw one in person. Oh, I thought you went no, to one. I never, one time. I never ended up going to one. But the, I just the South, dude. Like especially in Alabama on a game day, every place is closed. Like no joke. Oh, I bet. Uh, you know, no one's open. Everyone's watching the game. You know, everyone orders fucking Chick Fil A. You know, across the whole state. Like it's just it's a thing that people do. It's a weird cultural thing. But I mean, it's it's like they're watching. Um, <laughs> Like a live action surgery or something like like that. You just <laughs> like that's that's how weighty this event is. You know, you can feel like is Grandma gonna die while we watch this game? Like, you know, she could have a heart attack. You know, oh, they Whoa. just fumbled. Oh, someone get the respirator. <laughs> wow, it's crazy, man. It really is part of their soul. Yeah. I've never seen anything like it. That is pretty interesting. Yeah. So anyway, what else? What else? I'm kind of. I'll be honest. I'm talked out right now. I can feel we're, it in my. We're at what's like it called? The larynx. Larynx. The larynx. L a r y n x. Right. I have absolutely no the larynx. <laughs> no, this was. Solid. What did I say? <laughs> what did I say yesterday? Uh, this is pretty. I was trying to describe something. I said, "What is it called? Gnarly, garly, snarly." <laughs> oh yeah. What, what was I saying? I don't know. So, oh, my dog was gnarling <laughs> at me. You're like, you mean snarling? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I knew there was something off with that. There's always something off. All right. Well, that concludes this episode, ladies and gentlemen. Until next time.